Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Um, from from the reading of Philippians chapter 3, uh, I just put verse 18 and 19. But when you start to read from verse 17, it says, Brethren, together follow my example and observe those who live after the pattern we have set for you. Follow my example and observe those who live after the pattern. So there's a particular pattern that Apostle Paul uh, and those that were, were before them, uh, the, 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 the apostles of, of the Lord Jesus Christ, they set a pattern of how a believer should live. When you begin to check what that pattern is, you study the book of Acts, it tells you, number one, these were men of prayer. Not only were they men of prayer, but they had a, a devotional prayer life. They had a culture of praying. They had a lifestyle of being found at the place of prayer. Acts chapter 3 says, when, when during as their culture was going to pray at the hour of prayer, so they observed the time to pray. They observed the time to pray. Now, I just did a little experiment these last couple of days. I haven't been sleeping uh, entirely. Uh, I would be awake and I would sleep at 3. Be awake doing this or doing that. Uh, sleep at 3 or sleep at 4. I wanted to see if I cannot wake up during the time of prayer. But I did. I woke up. I would pray. If I'm feeling sleepy, I'll sleep afterwards. But I, I, I observed that, oh, I can actually do this thing as long as it is set in my heart that I'm going to do this thing. So here is Apostle Paul saying, says, follow my example. Observe those who live after the pattern we have set for you. Observe. It means you have to begin to check how did the men of old do it? How did these uh, great apostles of the Bible do it? They were men and women of prayer. Acts chapter 4, it, it gives us an account of how they prayed and the whole earth shook. Acts chapter 5, they were arrested and an angel came to deliver them from prison. Why? Because they were men of prayer. Acts chapter 6, they said we cannot do anything else, but we want to give ourselves to prayer and to study of the word. Acts chapter 7, one of, of, of the deacons selected was filled by the Spirit, serving pots in the church, was a great miracle worker. Acts chapter 7, they killed him, they slaughtered him, and he went into glory. Acts chapter 8, you, you start to see how, how one man, Philip, turns the whole city upside down. Acts chapter 9, how they raised the dead. Acts chapter 10, how God began to appear and send them. They were men of prayer that God would constantly uh, talk to them. So he says, follow follow my example and, and follow the pattern. Observe the pattern of those that, that, that we have set before you. And in Acts chapter 18, in Acts chapter 18, he goes on to say, for there are many of whom I have told you and now tell you even with tears who walk and live as enemies of the cross. There are many who are living and they are walking as enemies of the cross. They are in the church, yes. They are serving in the church, yes. Maybe they are doing one thing or the other in the church, yes. But Apostle Paul is saying, I have told you about this. Their walk, in other words, their conduct, their walk, it's as if their walk and, and, and lifestyle, it's as if they are enemies of the cross. They are not benefiting. They are believers, yes, but they are, they are of no benefit to Jesus. They are of no benefit to the cross. They are of no benefit to, to, to God. Their lifestyle, the way that they are living, is, is, is as if Jesus was their enemy. 
I don't know. I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying. When they plan and, and prioritize things, God is as if is the one that is dragging them backwards. There are people who live as if, as if God is the one that is their enemy. God is the one that will stop them from moving forward. God is the one that will kill them. God is the one that does all the bad things to them. They have no observation. There is no acknowledgement of God in their life. They are enemies of the cross. They are enemies of the faith. They no longer believe and trust God. They no longer serve him with their heart. They no longer serve him wholeheartedly. God is an option in everything that they do. God is is, is but a choice. You know what? I, I don't think I can do I don't think I can do that. Oh, me, I, 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 I count me out on these things. God has not uh, become a priority to them. So he says, for there are many of whom I have told you. Now I tell you with tears, even Apostle Paul was crying to say this, to note this, when he begins to, to look at how the believers were living. He says they walk as enemies of the cross. They live as enemies of the cross of Christ, the anointed one. He says they are doomed and their fate is eternal misery. Their God is their stomach, their appetites, their sensuality. To say their God is their stomach is not necessarily to mean their stomach literally. Although in some sense some who do not fast, they have made their God their stomach. But here it is saying, listen, they, 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 they are given. To say their God is their stomach is to mean that they are given to every desire of their flesh. You know, they do not satisfy the needs of their spirit. They do not satisfy the needs of the Holy Spirit. They do not satisfy the needs of the Church of Jesus Christ. Uh, they, they don't satisfy the needs of God. They don't satisfy, you know, spiritual needs. But they satisfy everything that is to do with their flesh. So to say their God has become their belly, it is to say they are moved only by things that touch their flesh. Nothing spiritual moves them. Nothing godly moves them. Nothing of God, the word of God does not move them. So so you can you can begin to see even when they talk, when they speak, you know, your 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 heart is breaking up when you hear people say things. They you know sometimes it's easy. You actually think that you are with God. You actually think that you are moving with God. But you've made your desires, you've made your flesh your God. You've made everything else in the world your God. And God is just but a dot and a full stop in your life, in, in everything that you do, in your decision making. So this is what Apostle Paul is saying. Saying, listen, follow the pattern that we've set before you. Watch for the pattern that we've set before you. Observe it, acknowledge it, and do it. Why? Because if you're not doing it, then you're walking in the path of those that have made their desires, uh, uh, their God, that have made their flesh their God. They want to be comfortable. They want to feel okay in the flesh. They want to feel all right in the flesh. They won't do anything unless it aligns with how their flesh uh, wants things done. Unless it aligns with how their fear wants to occupy things around the world. Unless it aligns with things in the natural if it is not aligning with things in the natural then they are not doing anything then they are not going to 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 to, to do it why because it does not align it does not fit the status quo of it of 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 their desires according to the flesh it does not fit the scope of what makes sense to them they are moving with their senses the amplified when you read it it said their belly it says sensuality meaning they are now moved by senses no than they are more than they are moved 
by the word, by God, by their spirit. Their spirit has become a passenger in their life. Jesus has become a passenger in their life. He is not the driver. They are driving. They are, they, are, they are reasoning capacities driving. They reason more than God. They reason more than the word. They reason out of faith. They reason out of faith. Faith is, has been substituted by common sense. That's what the Bible is saying, to live as enemies of the cross. So let's give our hearts, our lives to Jesus this morning.